1: the work day is coming to an end it is five o'clock i will see you all tomorrow
3: but quinn and chris are just getting started sports talk it is your hosts tony quinn jr
4: thursday night football follows a battle of the cats no Not a bad one.
3: (laughs) And Chris Hello. My wife, for her part, in the wake of me having my car hit, you got to be careful where you park. Comment. And I got to tell you, I love you, but that was a mistimed (laughs) remark.
1: It's time to get you up to speed on all
3: things sports. Yes, yes, yes. With
1: plenty of nonsense
3: in between.
2: Chris starts right
4: now on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, San Diego? Welcome into another edition of Gwyn and Chris. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Zello, Matt Scraby. Short show today, Thursday Night Football. I have no idea who's playing.
3: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Chargers, yeah. Raiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said. I should know that. I do have a playoff uh, player Playing in that today, but playoffs. He was, was not,
4: He's not actually playing. I found out he's out. Josh Jacobs
3: is. Josh oh, Jacobs is not going to play tonight. No, huh? Who is, is going to play tonight? Playoffs? The Chargers don't have anybody
4: going. No, they they, they don't. They, everybody is out for the season, or at least out for this week. Yeah, Keenan Allen out tonight. Um, this should be. Uh, one of your typical Thursday night game, yeah. Which just is...
3: uh, it's like it's like a fifth exhibition game <laughs> for the Chargers <laughs> right. and the Raiders. Both teams are in complete, December, completely out of contention, and uh, we get to see on display two of the worst franchises in the National Football League. The Raiders have improved by subtraction because they no longer have Josh McDaniels as their coach. They at least have a semi clue on the sidelines. Uh, the Chargers haven't made such strides, though, they have stuck with their genius of a head coach, Brandon Staley. Yeah. So, How long will that last? I, I can't imagine. Only time will tell. You know, with, with Spanos and his son running the show... Could be a long time. It could be a long time. I mean, you know, people are... I, I, I laughed yesterday when Scraby brought up to us in the uh, Big Five that Belichick's name has been linked to the Chargers. They would just never do something that smart. They, they, this, this wouldn't. The only time they ever hired, you know, a really solid head coach, really in the history of the Spanos regime, was when they brought in Marty Schottenheimer. That's a fact. And they, they messed that up by getting rid of him after he went 14 and 2. They couldn't even accept that. Nah. They didn't even understand when something good was on their plate. It's too good. You know, too so good. can't have things that are, yeah, they they would never, uh, there's no way, but Belichick's going to need some sort of control. Not, he may not get all the control that he could have gotten four or five years ago, but he's going to want to have, Belichick's not going to work for Dean Spanos and his son and sit on the sidelines while they make decisions. Make decisions. <laughs> that, there's I, just no that, way that would be tough. that is uh, possibly ever gonna happen. So. uh
4: listen, ladies and gentlemen, there's just there's not a lot today. And this is a good thing that the show is only two and a half hours. It might be a, a thing because, a good uh, thing. There is really after the the glut of information coming out of Yo of Shohei, we have Gotten beyond talking about showing. Yes, at we this thought point. the
3: dam would break and right. everybody would start signing, but that uh, that hasn't happened. Nobody was signed today. Yamamoto
4: uh, has seen his twenty second team. Um, it sounds like he's met with everybody. Sorry, nah, did you I'm, say 22nd I'm, ex- I'm exaggerating, team? Oh, but, okay. but he's if literally... he really has met with twenty seven <laughs> two teams, I guarantee I can name the eight he hasn't met with.
3: The Rockies and the A's would be on that list. They're definitely on that list. Yeah. But
4: he seems to be taking a meeting like every day. Today I read right. uh, Philadelphia was right. the team of choice. The so.
3: latest... Uh, well, you know, we, try- we tried our best yesterday, Tony. In the 5 o'clock hour, you and I had a lengthy discussion about the available free agents and who the Padres... Would be best for them to pursue, uh, but obviously A.J. Preller wasn't listening, nor did I expect that he would have been. Uh, so yes, the Padres haven't uh, haven't made any strides in any direction. There is a nice story on uh, ESPN Plus once again. You have to pay money for this, so uh, consider me your pal because I can give you some of the information I'm without not sure you having how, to read it. I'm
4: not sure how you feel about ESPN because you have it. Yeah. But
3: you pretty much complain about it every time. I complain about the, yes. (laughs) I know. Well, you know, what I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like the person who, you know, goes to gas up the car. You've got to have gas in the car, but you you complain about the price of gas every time you go. I've got to have ESPN Plus. It's my job. I need to know what's going on. It's not only my job, it's, what I live for, right? I mean, sports. I want all the inside information and I want the entertaining stuff. So you know, I fork over my ten bucks a month and I quibble and complain about it. But at the same time, I have it. It's an interesting story because it compares who the Padres got for Juan Soto to who the Nationals got for Juan Soto. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I didn't actually who, dive who, you know, into it, but I saw that.
3: Yeah, who who honestly did better? in the trade, and I, I don't really know that you can name a winner, but uh, you obviously can't name a winner, because none of the none of what the Padres have, have received has even taken the field. Not yet. even put on a uniform yet. But you know, we did talk about it uh, a couple of weeks ago when the Soto trade went down. I mean, the Nationals, to me, for the Padres getting Juan Soto for a year and a half, the Nationals got a shortstop who looks like an everyday player in Major League Baseball and C.J. Abrams. They got what I would consider to be no better than a number 3, maybe even a number 4 pitcher in Mackenzie Gore. Obviously, he can move up or down that ladder based on how he continues to develop, but so far, he's no better than a 3 or 4 starter. And they got a whole bunch of minor league guys. Robert Hassel has not made it anywhere close to Major League Baseball that I know of. James Wood, I hear nothing but great things. But I haven't seen him here's, in a national uniform. Luke Voigt was the other guy, and obviously he didn't stay it, with the Nationals. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, was a year and a half of Juan Soto plus a half a year of Josh Bell, was that worth C.J. Abrams and Mackenzie Gore? Well, here's, here's the, the
4: I think, the important part of, of that story you talked about. It says the co-headliners of the trade were Woods and Abrams, both of whom were consensus top 20 pro- prospects in the sport at the time of the trade. Wood has mostly held serve in his regard with a possible 2024 MLB debut. But his strikeout rate is still the main question around his potential. Meanwhile, Abrams posted a 2.1 war for the Nationals in 2023 and appeared to turn the corner in the second half of the season, which he did. He's probably more of a good player than a star, but there's a chance both of these players become all-stars. Now, here is the kicker, and this is where I think the Padres do a good job and it's and it's it's under the radar it's not something that you pay a lot of attention to okay the other three young players in the deal gore Hassel, and susanna
3: oh yeah there was another guy are are so jarlin susanna i've never heard of him. are so far
4: a solid example of preller's history as a top scout with the top with the texas rangers he knows which of his prospects to trade, and largely when to do it. Yeah, And yeah. so you can talk about all the prospects he's given up, but in most of the cases, with the, maybe with the exception of Abrams, off the top of my head, right? he, he doesn't
3: trade away good prospects. The
4: ones that he knows yeah. that he should trade and away. That's a good
3: point. I mean, Bobby Barrels was built up as this big deal. I mean, San Diego did a great job of building him up. Like, he was going to be the next 300 hitter. Uh, I mean, he was going to be a legit outfield player every day who hit better than three hundred there were
4: calls at line the time. line drives
3: bashing off of off of walls and right and left center endlessly I remember calls for him to be brought up, oh yeah at the him up yeah will Myers get him out of here. We got Robert hassel. What do we need that for yeah i i'm i don't think I don't think the Padres did poorly in the soto trade with the nationals at all. in fact, I think they won it. Because I unless like you said unless Abrams and Wood, and Wood yeah. both become all stars and and Mackenzie Gore can somehow become a number two or a number one starter from where he is now and mind you especially in Mackenzie's case he's only twenty four so yeah maybe he, he can figure it out he will but you know as far as what the Padres got from the Yankees there's really no way to. To rate it not I mean, right now, and that's why I, you know that's why I'm I'm in general I'm always leery of prospects because I just don't care what they're rated. I, I I know that Wood is a top twenty prospect, but that's all he is. He's yeah. still in the minor leagues. Uh, Hassel was a first round draft pick. Mackenzie Gore was a first round draft pick. That does not guarantee any. Jack. success in the major it doesn't guarantee jack it doesn't that's a much better way of putting it so you know michael king drew thorpe johnny brito randy vasquez now i let's I, see what you can do I, it was just brought
4: to my attention via text that there there is that uh old uh turner guy out there that was once a padre he was once traded that, that's that has to be all right oh so, trey turner yeah yeah oh.
3: they did let him go They moved him but, but they w- got something pretty good back. Didn't I can't they? remember what they. Got I can't through. remember what that whole trade was. Look, no, was it
4: that the Myers deal? Wasn't that part of that?
3: Maybe it was. Let's see, I it mean, was like he wasn't three- at the big league level at that point. No, but it was. No, only- but that was a prospect it- that they let get away. It
4: was a first round pick, and they had to because of how the, the rules worked at the time. They couldn't actually trade him until a certain point. And I was in Nat Washington uh, on the Triple A team when he showed up in twenty fifteen. And it was pretty obvious oh, this dude's not going to be here very long.
2: It is, actually. You were right. It's a it's three-team of, trade. Was Washington dealt team. outfielder Steven Souza Jr. And minor league lefty Travis Ott to Tampa Bay. The Rays traded Jose Castillo, Ryan Hannigan, and Will Myers uh, and Gerardo Reyes to the Padres. Padres sent Jake Bowers, Rene Rivera, Birch Smith, and uh, Trey Turner. they later sent Joe Ross. Yeah, in the trade Turner. Game. So, I mean, right. so, Joe so that was Ross a
4: and Trey Turner were both... Padres, they came... I mean, Trey obviously has turned into a a superstar. It
3: was basically Trey Turner for Will Myers. Trey Turner's much better, but as we pointed out a couple of years ago, had the Padres never traded Trey Turner, had that not happened, and had he come to the Padres and been Trey Turner... Would they have ever traded for the Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr.? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you just don't know how that would have worked out. Now, right now, you look at it, you say, well, "Of course, Fernando's an outfielder." Yeah, but at he the time, at he the was time. a shortstop, right? And there's no way I don't think you would have given up James Shields to get him if you already had Trey Turner. So it, it was. A, it, you're right. Whoever sent you the that's text and, and remembered it—that Trey Turner is a star that got away. But you also replaced that star you replaced with that star one. with another one. So, you know, it's just interesting how things can work out. I, I hope that the Padres, you know, score big on this trade with the Yankees. You know, I have my hesitations. Hey, I had them when I when the first trade first went down. And that's just because I'm not a I'm not a fan of prospects. You
4: also have to keep in mind of the timing of those deals, right? The Padres weren't in any close proximity to right. winning long term at that point. Right. And so you make those deals. Those deals inevitably lead to other deals. I mean, um, as you said, after the Turner deal happens, if once he's moved now, you kind of have to go out and try to find a young dude. They do that. And Fernando that has yeah. turned out OK so far, I think. So, Yeah. Um, Having
3: Fernando was a pretty good get yeah. for the Padres. And I would say if they kept Trey Turner, they would not have. I, I don't think they would have traded for him. No we have another
2: submission for players that got away. All right. What? Uh, we, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, we should have You should have never said that. that. We should have known. I won't read ones.
2: No, I won't read ones that I, that I personally don't think are a big deal. But I think these are two big deals. Max Fried and Corey
4: Kluber. Okay. Corey Kluber wasn't a part of A.J. Preller's. Okay. We got to cut him out. He's, he doesn't count. All right. And Corey Kluber was like. In, like, low A ball, and he wasn't, like, a highly touted prospect at the time. He turned out to be a Cy Young Award winner, but he worked his tail off to get to that point. What about Max Freed? Ah, uh, they messed I'm up. trying to remember the Max Freed deal. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. That was an I early...
3: don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I'm being honest with you. What do you want me to tell that you? Was no, an no, early, was that was funny. an early one.
4: I mean, that was... I think that's, that's under AJ, I think.
3: Let me... Do some research real quick. I'm looking here on the Max Freed page, but I'm. We not got time planning. today, guys. We got nothing oh, else to talk about.
2: Completed a six-player trade. Uh, Braves have acquired Max Freed. Hold on. Yes. Okay. Whew. Um, Braves have acquired Max Freed, Jace Peterson, Malik Smith, Dustin Peterson, and the Padres' fourth international bonus pool slot in exchange for just.
3: Uh, I don't know. Justin 2014. Upton, 2014, yeah. and Aaron Northcraft. So they got Justin Upton so that didn't work uh, yeah, out I as mean, well. He was okay. You, you're going to have 100%. to give up something to get
4: Justin up to that yeah. at that time. So,
3: yeah. All right. Well, I, I mean, we're not in the the business necessarily of defending A.J. Smith, but, a. J. or A.J. Preller, or, or A.J. Smith. Was that, that that was, that's the Chargers' ex <laughs> uh, uh, right? US, but, yes. uh, yeah, A.J. Preller. But let's be honest. Is there is there a... General manager anywhere that hasn't traded a prospect away of some sort? The answer is at no. At some point. I the mean, answer is no. In trying to put together a ball club, that is going to happen. So
4: Scared money don't make money is what I was once told. <laughs> and so if you're willing, if, you need, if you need to be, go out and get something, you're going to have to get risk something in order to do it most of the time. Yeah. Except in today's age where you can give up prospects and get a bona fide dude. And... Uh, just the way it goes in today's game. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to break. Um, we're we're going to figure out what to talk about. I actually the do know what game. we should talk about. But hold up. Oh, I think wow. I know okay. what we should go to next oh, okay. because it's probably the biggest story Hopefully in it's what sports. I want to go to, too. Draymond Green? Absolutely. <laughs> I figured it was. So many people are talking Draymond about Green it. Draymond Green has been suspended without a number. We'll discuss when we return. More Quinn and Chris on the way.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Hey, welcome back. It is 221. It is Chris Hello. It is Tony Gwynn Jr. It is Matt Scraby. It is Gwynn and Chris on 97.3 The Fan, also streaming on YouTube. Some of us. Please. Yes, Tony's not streaming on YouTube Mm-mm. right now. So if you're tuning in to see his uh, lovely face... You're gonna to have to wait until Scraby fixes the machinery. Uh, yes, I uh, did
2: not take, uh, you know. Oh, it's back. Contrary to popular belief, I did not go and unplug Tony's camera Same and like throw it. it on the floor. Or felt something. like you did. Felt like, like oh, you did. is that right?
3: It felt like there was an issue, and uh, whenever there's an issue, <laughs> it's my fault. It's a production thing. Yeah. that's the way I look at it. Uh, uh, yeah. Coming up later in the show should be a very interesting uh, matchup. In uh, Gwen and Chris NFL Pick'em with nothing going on in the sports world, I have be and, and without me being in the fantasy football playoffs, you guys are. So you have other things to be concerned with this weekend. But I'm really excited about our Pick'em now because it is uh, turned into a one point spread. I'm less excited with Tony. Well, you're still ahead. I know, but you was, had a bigger It was league. so
4: much fun when I was. You were boat racing. Yeah, Things have changed. It's not a boat race anymore.
3: So our uh, NFL picks, uh, every single pick we make down the stretch is going to be pressure packed. That'll be coming up a little bit later on. We also have a 30-mile zone for you today. That is our own version of TMZ Sports. Off the beaten path coming up in about 20 minutes, so stick around for all of that stuff. Daily Gambit, Big Five, Chris versus the fans. We're going to jam it all in between now and 4:30 when the Chargers take on the Raiders. You know that used to be like the biggest deal around here too. Right? Be, when the Chargers when the Raiders played the Chargers, do you guys remember the 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 Sunday afternoon when police helicopters had to be summoned yes. to clear the parking lot yes. at Qualcomm Stadium because there were basically brawls going on throughout the parking lot. It was like anarchy had taken if, place if, after listen, a, a Raider Charger game here.
4: The Raider Charger game is the reason why I have not been back to a live is that NFL right? game. Yeah, it was that bad. It was. It was. It was nuts. It yeah. was nuts. And yeah. that was. That was And that I mean, was the games in I didn't San have Diego any kids yet either.
3: I don't. Think. Who knows what they were like in Oakland? Because I Who? never had the guts to go to one of those up there. Man,
4: I, I saw my man with the spikes. Uh, yeah, that was enough to turn he, me away he, as well. He was like, yeah, man, this this is you, you got to come ready to you got to come with the right mental state yeah. for that game. That means I'm ready to fight. Like that's, that's a game. You, that's how you have to approach that's, it. That's, that's not a great yes, way to go. Not to a event. great, no. great attitude.
3: That's to have.
2: a game, though, that they should just not sell alcohol at, and I think <laughs> that would solve a lot of problems. <laughs> you're, you're
4: probably yeah, well, good right luck with that, but they're getting working. liquored up in the in the parking lot. So I I how, many baseball, how many baseball How many baseball teams
3: extended their alcohol
4: <laughs> sales Absolutely. this season? That's
1: right. Well, the
2: game's moving too fast, and we're yes, not getting we're enough beer. We're not getting enough
3: beer sold. Hey, chug this
2: beer and then drive home in another one. Yes.
3: Uh, Golden State Warriors tonight play in Los Angeles against the Clippers, uh, but Draymond Green will not be playing for the Warriors. He was indeed saddled with a uh, a indefinite a, an indefinite suspension by the National Basketball Association. Um, I thought it was interesting listening to Woj talk about this last night. Woj being the the basic, the guru of NBA reporting, and they somebody asked him, and they said, you know, why did they do this? Why did they not put a day a, a game amount on it? And his answer, basically, from what he had learned through the league, was that the league wants to make sure that Draymond Green can get the kind of attention. I don't want to use the word help, help. yeah, I hear but help or attention to you know make sure this kind of stuff doesn't happen again. And I think that that is fair. You know, I am such a Draymond Green fan. And I know you are too, Tony. I love the way he plays. He does everything to help you win games. They wouldn't have won any championships without him. I know you all think they would have. But I feel like he was the glue that helped Steph and and Clay and, and everybody else flourish. But you can't be punching people out on the floor. You can't be choking people. You can't be stepping on heads of people. Can't be kicking are, guys
4: in the right. nowhere.
3: Yeah, that's three things that he's done Why just not? this year, just this year alone. <laughs> and it's obvious that now. I mean, what are they going to do? Send him to anger management? Does anybody know what happened? Somebody, somebody out there who's been to anger management. Please tell me what happens in anger management. I I can tell you I haven't specifically been to anger management, but rehab is like another – there's
2: parts of anger management in rehab because you have to really, like, think about why you're getting so angry. You – it's to not me, Jack Nicholson coming no, no, in. No, like, no, It's
4: not Adam it's not Sandler not do and Jack. No, that wasn't a very good movie it. either. I love that movie. You I, like maybe that Maybe I need I to did. go
2: back and watch. I've, maybe I, I need to that. go back and watch. But I think what you do is you do a lot of therapy in anger management. And yeah. you and then you get out of anger
3: management and you go slug somebody. Well, let's hope that
2: that <laughs> I mean, doesn't that's happen. What, I mean.
3: That's my feeling on what anger management accomplishes, which is very little. I, I, I think that Draymond Green is going to certainly have to look inside himself and try to figure out exactly why he is the only player in the NBA who reacts the way he does when these kinds of situations arise? Because these uh, these kinds of situations this, arise in a lot of games. This really wasn't even a situation in this one. No, this was a
4: standard. This was a guy trying position. to defend a guy yeah, boxing I
3: mean, uh, or, or posting up. That's you're right. that.
4: This wasn't the situation. This isn't a uh, 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 scuffle breaks out. Yes, and, and he grabbed Rudy uh, Gobert. Uh, this isn't that to, right. This right. isn't that. And as you said, I'm a big fan of Draymond and and. I thought the NBA did the right thing by not putting a number on it because this seems to be – his his return to the court seems to be connected to him getting whatever assistance yeah. he needs at this point. And, at, and quite frankly, at this point, because he's been involved in these incidents a lot, right, and because you have people paying money to come watch these games – you have to now then take into account how those people feel, right? It's one thing for, you know, a few of these scuffles to happen. You get suspended, okay. But when it keeps happening over and over and over and over again, people start to who are paying money start to, to, to feel weary of, of it. And regardless of how you may feel about that part of it, it is a calculation that the NBA has to take into account. And so I think by doing this way and at least – having draymond address it in a way that is not just hey man sit down watch a few games and then you'll come back and we'll start this thing over they seem to be saying all right man it's going to take a little more than you just sitting down this time you're going to have to actually address what if there is an underlying issue whatever it is You're gonna have to at least sit down, talk to somebody, and then we'll go from there. We'll figure out what what, what we're gonna, how many games it's gonna be from there.
2: I'm sorry if I missed this, but is this a paid? Or unpaid. Suspension. I don't believe he's getting. paid. I don't paid. think he gets paid. All suspensions don't paid. are. See, I think most
4: suspensions are. You get unpaid. suspended, you're not getting paid. Because I was
2: going to say, if they're paying him and he's going to these anger management classes, then that's one thing. But I, being an in indefinite suspension without pay, I think feel like that's kind of sensitive.
3: Wouldn't you think? Like that. You think I, that's going to make him want to get? You, you would hope that it makes him want to get back. But I, I would be concerned that he tries to work himself back when he's not really ready because he don't want to lose any more money. That, that could I, be true.
4: Listen, I, I think, listen, I, I could tell you, you get dude's attention when you start tapping that pocketbook a little bit. And I don't care how much money they've made over a right. certain period of time. Everybody uh, attention is grabbed when they start to miss those game checks. And in his che- in his sense, that game check isn't going to be, like, cheap. It's going to be a boatload of money.
2: I have a submission from someone on the stream C20 Moreno says players like Rodman, Oakley, Moses Malone had way more incidents. Games appetite for this has
4: changed. That's that's that is that last part mentioned is the reason why we're having this conversation. There was a time where the NBA was was a lot more physical and these type of things happened every Saturday prime time
3: game, you weren't surprised. Charles Oakley was fighting Xavier McDaniel or Reggie Miller or somebody almost every Saturday. You could book it. Dennis Rodman was kicking a cameraman every other game, and then he would just take the three days off and go to Vegas. Right.
4: Right. Well, that changed. Times have changed.
3: In the Palace. The Rumble in the Palace changed all of that. You know what's funny is you mentioned the Rumble in the Palace and the and the focal point, the guy that oh, everybody the remembers melee
4: and the, ma- and the melee in the malice
3: in the, 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 yeah. the palace, the palace. Who's the one guy that sticks out in your mind that was involved Ron. in that? Ron Artest. He once came into our studio uh, back back in the day. Was he Ron Artest or Meta World? P- I don't, don't remember. He was Ron Artest, probably. I don't at this remember. Point. He might have even been Meta, but because that does change things for the me. The point was is he was in the building promoting some sort of music. Uh, thing that he was working on. And somebody said, Hey, Ron Artest is in the building. And he, you know, he, we told him we have a sports station and he said he'd come down and be on the show. I was a little worried. I'm like, Wow, this guy's going to come into the studio. I they hope I don't say anything upset. Yeah. Him.
2: Isn't he actually like a really gentle guy? Best guy ever. He is now. I best mean, guy ever. Really?
3: Oh, he was wonderful. So, and I have a feeling that if you met Draymond Green somewhere, you might be a little nervous and you'd probably walk away going, Hey, he's the best guy ever. But there is something. That uh, that presses the button for Draymond, and that's what's got to be. Listen, worked I, on. I, I've
4: played with guys who 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 run hot. Like it don't it doesn't take the thing that would normally you and I and Scrave and most people would just kind of brush off. They can't brush off, and in this case, I, I he just I think he just gets carried away sometimes. And as you said, in this particular case, it was really it was literally this Nurkic. Putting his arm, his forearm, in his back, kind of not letting him get his position, and that yeah. led to a, a accidental whatever yeah. punch that put Nurkic, who is Nurkic, who's like seven foot. Yeah, he's not a on small the ground. Dude. He's he was not was quite, a small it was quite. It was it was a punch. It was a clean. It was a it, clean shot.
3: There was just no other two ways about it. So and, and
4: so, I I I think this is the best best way to go. Hopefully, when he comes back, he doesn't have any more incidents. He already is the second most tech, second most teas I think in history still but he's still behind Rasheed Wallace. I was going to say Sheed'll never be caught. Sheed will never
3: be <laughs> She couldn't I, help I, it. You know
4: the, the interesting about I bring up Rashid it's funny. I found this out the other day. I heard Rashid Wallace talking on a podcast and he was saying he's he feels like his group that Detroit Pistons group is partly to blame for Draymond and how he carries on. He said because Draymond Best friend was the one I think the owner or the GM's oh, son. That's right, Pistons. So, yeah, Michigan, so he was around yeah, those guys when during that time. And yeah. he said, he said Draymond saw all of the behind the scenes right. stuff. Yeah. So, I don't
3: know that Bill Beer could even play in the NBA doing the things that he used to no, do to Larry Bird. No shot. I mean, if no you shot. and it's not just Larry Bird. I mean, just look up Bill beer skirmishes, and there will be a. A many-minute-long video of him doing things that that are going to make you go, really? That that used to happen in an NBA game, and it was just a common. Foul. Bill Embiid is what they would consider now a goon. Like he
4: was. That's he how was he played in the in the eight, late '80s, early '90s. It was it was that it was that that it was different. Yeah, yeah,
3: Draymond would have flourished then. We're beyond that now, though. So yeah,
4: no more. We we can't we can't expect. You can't really even compare those guys to this NBA
3: because it's just not the same thing. Well, good luck to Draymond. I hope that he gets it right because I want to see him back on the floor. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout when we come back. 30-mile zone. Sports off the beaten path. Scrabies put it all together. Come back and find Wish out what luck. it's all
2: about. Wait, what? What? Huh? It's and
3: continues.
4: Two forty on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. What's this called? Thirty miles. Thirty mile zone. Thirty mile zone coming your way. This is the TMZ version. My camera. Oh, it followed me. It did.
3: Followed you out the room.
4: I didn't go out the room. It followed my uh, my jump shot. Now Scraby is, is losing his mind right now. Uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, we got a new segment coming up for you. It's our TMZ Sports version of it. Swaybe has worked very, very hard on this. So um, I'm waiting to hand it off to him, but he's still dealing with these cameras in here. It's, it's every, some, for some reason, this week has been my camera. It's just not it cooperating.
2: Has. It's okay. I'm a new man. I'm not going to freak out.
4: He's not going to freak out, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Well, that being said, let's get to our new segment.
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: I love it. It sounds just like I wanted it to when I first hit it. This is going to be our bed. Chris. Are you going to talk mean-
4: through the bid? No, it's
2: not. Oh, it's I don't not have an house. open oh, okay, yet. Okay. I got to get the open. We're gonna have some good stuff for the new year. First, primetime NFL games are available free from Westwood One and live here on ninety seven three The Fan and This does, and does the feel Odyssey very app.
4: this weekend baseball right Thank now. You. I, I can dig this tonight.
2: Listen to the Chargers. Hi, and I'm Mel Allen. <laughs> and next Monday, the Eagles and Seahawks right here on ninety seven three The Fan at four thirty. Or simply download the Odyssey app and search for ninety seven three The Fan at kickoff now. Let's start with one of the weirdest ones that I have seen. All right. That's a new new story sounder (laughs) because we can't use TMZs. Uh, And it's going to be about broadcaster Michael K. I retweeted this on my account, at Matt Scraby, and uh, he put something up that is really bothering a lot of people out there. Michael K is the Yankees. uh, uh, Is he the radio guy? Or the T- No, he's the TV, TV. guy. Yeah. TV voice of the Yankees. Yes, he is. And so he posted this tweet. It's a picture of his breakfast. He's got some bacon. He's got some eggs. It looks like he maybe a jalapeno on there. But he said, "Vacation is for exploring." So I tried my first ever egg, an egg white bacon omelet Not an egg. for breakfast. Not going to be having it again. It shows I've been right for 62 years. And immediately what Tony just said is what the internet responded with. It's not an egg. Which you cannot try eggs for the first time and have an egg white omelet.
4: What kind of madness is that?
3: That is madness. How old is this guy? 62. 62 and he never had an egg? First time he had an egg was an egg white omelet. Is it even possible to go through life for 62 years without having an egg? I didn't think so. You're
2: telling me this guy, like, doesn't... Uh, he's never had a like, hard-boiled egg? I, it's it's hard to believe. It's no egg is it. I know. Never but, had an egg. But he said he's never going to eat him again. That's not good enough for me, Michael K. You're going to have to try eating another egg because
4: egg white doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, Michael seems set in his ways. That is weird. But I, I do, <laughs> I do applaud him going on vacation and feeling like, you know, I could try this. I applaud it. It's not an That's egg, though. That's not an adventurous not an try. Egg. I mean, for 60, how Two. 62? 62. 62. That might be adventurous for him. All right. Do we know where he's at?
2: Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, he didn't give I away, don't he, think he, he smart. gave away his, his <laughs> he <was> location. <laughs> he was smart. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm getting used to this whole flow of this. New story, ladies and gentlemen. Is <laughs> Thank there you.
3: Is there a, name another food besides an egg. That's impossible to not have for sixty-two years. Um, I mean, I can't think of anything. An onion is pretty hard not to have. An onion, not have an onion
4: ever. Yeah, I just think, onions are. I mean, even if it's like a diced, hamburger.
3: I mean, I guess if you, you grow up and you're vegetarian yeah. and you're told by your parents you're going to be vegetarian before like you have a chance butter, to decide
2: for yourself, a peanut butter and jelly. That would be pretty
3: hard. PB and J. Eh. For Tony, it would be chicken nuggets. How about how about just something to drink? No, how about fries
4: a- would be the impossible fries. Thing for me. Not never that. had a fry. That 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 is.
3: Well, Scrappy's never had a French fry. He only eats frozen French fries. <laughs> uh, that, he, he's the weirdest guy on the he's, planet. No, he's uh, had equal, fries. He's just missing the real experience. Yeah, I'm,
4: I'm equal opportunity. Frozen <laughs> or fried, it doesn't matter. Oh, by the way, I pulled I pulled your no salt on a burger the other day. Another easy way to get a fresh one.
3: Oh, yeah, fresh fresh, uh, fresh
4: McDonald's Fresh burger.
3: McDonald's. Oh, you said no salt I said on no your salt burger, on my burger or on your fries? On my burger. On your burger? Yes. What kind of psycho are you? Well, they gets you a fresh burger. They got to go make it fresh I for you because all the hey, other they have, have to make it for you. They throw the no, little no, patty no, no. on. I've,
4: I've been in there and they pull that little shelf out and there's like patties in there. That is... nah, been in there
3: for a week and a half. Yeah,
4: we're not, not doing a that. Week and a half. Give me the no salt burger. I know it's going to be fresh. Good, Good move, works both Tony. ways.
3: I'm glad
2: I could help. How big of an eye roll did you get from the person? <laughs> you know what's funny. <laughs> It was through the drive-through, and I could feel. You could feel her the eye roll. roll. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. She was like, "Who's this pretentious this, person coming through guy. the drive-through right now, <laughs> asking for no salt on a McDonald's hamburger?"
3: Hey, if you're willing to wait a couple extra minutes, it's a smart move because you get great a fresh meal. Move
4: great move.
2: All right, so on Monday night we were introduced to Mr. Sean Stilato, the agent to Tommy DeVito, and he was wearing I believe he was wearing some sort of like
4: zoot suit, maybe? <laughs> I called it a zoot suit. I think it's a zoot suit. <laughs> he had a he had a, he had a
3: he had Fedora. A fedora on, he had and uh, he had a pinstripe black, black suit. With white pinstripes, yes. jacket, yes. I yes. couldn't. And then, and right. then, he, and then he unfortunately opened his mouth and tried to think of a famous giant quarterback <laughs> he could compare right. Tommy DeVito to, and he couldn't, think, and of he Eli couldn't think of one. He couldn't think of Eli Manning,
2: who's probably the yeah. most recent maybe, and most legendary. Maybe
4: that was by design. Maybe yeah. like, ha!
3: You guys have never had one like this guy. What's that saying that goes something about? Um, if you're, if you're not smart, don't open your mouth, because if you open your mouth, <laughs> you'll uh, remove all doubt. I've everybody will know. That. That everybody that knows sense. that you're not smart. All right, so on Monday
2: Night Football, the Manning cast, they got a shot of this on the sideline, and Peyton Manning and Eli Manning kind of went in on him, and here is that exchange.
0: See, look, at, look at DeVito. Who is this guy he's talking to? Okay, look, whatever you need, I got you. I'll take care of it, all right? Come on, Faye, that's that's his agent. Of course, that's his agent. Come on, Tommy DeVito's agent. That what's is, in that's the bag? What? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? I wonder what's in the bag. Some cutlets. Some cutlets for <laughs> later. Cutlets. You know, it looks like mom. It looks like it looks like Johnny Fontaine from The Godfather. <laughs> there he is. You see, he's he's in there. Of course, he takes There's care there. of the Devitos. Yeah. I, the the, ba- the bag had tickets in it.
2: All <laughs> right. So there you go. Um, guess who wasn't very happy about oh, that? Oh,
4: I'm sure Wait, who agent.
0: wasn't happy? The, the agent? new
2: agent, Sean Stilato. He should s- be happy
3: they were talking exactly. about him and we all know who he is. Nobody knew who this guy was as of Monday afternoon. Here it well, is. Here he is. Here's his
2: statement. He told Nesson.com. Nesson got this hot take. Quote, to be honest with you, I personally was disappointed in Peyton. This is someone who has done so much for the game, and he was obviously a runner up to Tom Brady in every category. But to Uh, make a statement. Yeah. To make a statement like that of someone outside of meeting me at the Pro Bowl, a humble brag, I thought it was disappointing. That's not how I operate. I'm very curious, not judgmental, but look at it as a player, as an agent, I'd let my results speak for themselves. Oh yes. my god. I don't even know if Peyton I, ever I'm even saw the movie already. The Godfather. Did they even show that in Mississippi or wherever he grew up at?
4: It wow. is what it is. Oh, this, this I went into an accident at the. This guy, this guy here is
3: a, is a piece of work. Yeah. Let me let me get the phrase correct cuz it really does apply to this guy. Better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt, that I think describes Tommy DeVito's agent. What's his name? Perfectly. One more time. I believe
4: it's Sean, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean. So listen, man. I mean, first of all, Sean, don't take yourself so seriously, buddy. Uh, that sounded like, first of all, I was expecting him to say something like rude. He didn't even. It was. It was a. That was normal. Locker room banter right there. Which is what that show is really all about, right? Yep. He didn't say anything bad about him. He just. He was making the jokes everybody at home was making. All of us were like, yo, who is this dude they got on TV right now? It's not every day you see a guy in a fedora on the sideline. Tell me you didn't say that the first time they flashed (laughs) it over and you saw a dude with a fedora and a pinstripe jacket on. Yeah. You didn't say, yo, who's this cat? Yeah, how is he on the field, like talking to Tommy, like during the game? You know
2: that Eli also got it in his ear that yeah, 100%, it's his agent. Yeah, hundred percent. He because heard that. It's not because it, it, Eli did not know. I know who that was.
4: <laughs> and for him to feel some type of way, first of all, does he? Who else does he have besides Tommy on his roster? Uh, he's got a couple other guys, but no, no one like him. Uh, okay. No one that has a name. He doesn't have anybody enough for us to know who he was before the Mannings yes. brought him up. Yes, yes. Chill out, bro. Just have some fun with yourself. It's not that
3: big a deal. I agree. They didn't even
4: say anything that bad. They didn't say anything anything bad. Period.
3: No, I said my piece. All right, let's keep your mouth shut. To our (laughs) next
2: story. Now, this came from People Magazine, and I had to click on it because it. This was the. you're the person the, they go for when they, when they yes, talk about clickbait. Yes. They're like, oh, we well, look for the in the world. Travis Kelsey staying in Kansas City for mandatory practice amid reports of Taylor Swift's New York City birthday bash. So Taylor Swift is turning 34 pretty soon. I'm not exactly sure when. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because people have to explain to the readers of people that tra- the NFL star will be in Kansas City for mandatory practices. People has confirmed he will be in Kansas City for his mandatory practices. I'm bringing this up because I think it's weird that we're reporting on Travis Kelsey's practice schedule in People Magazine. Yeah, this is... And it's a little too much to me.
4: This may be the inexperience of People Magazine <laughs> dealing with... Don't worry, everyone. <laughs> he is not going to miss practice, even though he it is his job. I mean, there, there are probably a lot of people in the... Um, Taylor Swift camp. Swifties? The Swifties. They may not be they may not know about how practice in football and professional. I guess part they're works. writing for a
2: different audience. So maybe so. maybe they were ready to
4: jump all over Travis, because how could you not be at her birthday? I mean, he did put himself in this predicament. Well listen, I think he also knows where his bread is buttered. And that is on the football field. Come on, I'm looking at oh, a Oh sto-
2: no, 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 no. Taylor Swift is where his bread is now no, buttered. No,
3: it's not. No, it's not. Chris? He's nobody if he's not a football player. That's first. And that foremost. is true. Uh, he would. He would literally just. I'm be looking at Taylor a story Swift's right boyfriend. now that says, "Can Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift spend the holidays together?" All about their work schedules, and this is from People Magazine. This is the kind of stuff that they write about. So okay. this isn't surprising. I do
2: know Taylor is in Kansas City uh, to spend the holidays. Why do you know this? Because I read it on People <laughs> Magazine.
3: But she's why in are K- you reading People <laughs> Magazine?
2: Do you always read People Magazine? It comes up in like my news. Uh, do, but do you I read this it? It because. I click on stuff from People Magazine. Was yes, yes, yes. Because I wanted to see. Um, all right, let's get to our last story, which is a, kind of a weird one. Chris knows the story a little bit better, but Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm. and uh, he scored sixty-four points last night, which was a career high, also the Milwaukee Bucks uh, franchise high. And I can't remember the other guy's name, but he also scored his first points in the game. And the game ball is what is being argued over. Who should get the game ball? Giannis answered the for his sixty-four points and the franchise record, or this other guy who scored his first ever points.
3: Well, let's uh, let's let's be let's honest break this about down this a story. Bit. There was not this wasn't just an argument. This almost turned into a fist fight after the game last night. The uh, Bucks and the Pacers played each other. Uh, the Bucks won the game, and after the game, the game ball. Was apparently taken toward the Pacers' locker room, which made Giannis Antetokounmpo race off the court after the ball. A scuffle ensued, fracas, yes, whatever, outside (laughs) the Indiana locker room. A confrontation took place. Uh, Antetokounmpo wanted the ball. There's a picture of him being held back. There's plenty of video on the story. And and you're right. It turned out that uh, you know the uh, the Indiana player had gotten his first ever NBA basket in the game. Antetokounmpo afterwards said he didn't want the ball for himself. He wanted it for Damian Lillard, who passed Kyle Korver into fifth place on the all-time three-point list. That seems a little bit weird. Um, I don't know. Does Damian Lillard need a ball every time he passes somebody what? on the three-point list? Did you? That's weird. Did you just
2: say what rank he is now? Five.
3: He's all-time fifth. on the all-time oh, list. Oh man! This would does, you? Does, would this, you does. want your?
4: Would you want if if let's say it was your three thousandth whatever hit and you passed fifth person on the list?
3: Would you want that ball? Yes. There you have it. The problem is, the thing is, is the game ball. Is isn't
4: there two? There is two. I, I think just there's found this, two.
3: I just found this out today. Right. So they each could have had one. I, I don't know that Antetokounmpo was aware of that. I don't. I, so I, I, he went after the one that he, he knew he, was being used. The, the way the game. he was reacting, I think he only thought there was right. one ball. Yeah.
4: I listened to Damian Lillard talk about this, and he kind of chalked it up to the gamesmanship and the pettiness. And what he said was, which got my eyebrow raised, was that. It sounded like the Pacers felt like Giannis shouldn't have been in the game at that point anyway.
3: Right, with they, a big league. With a
4: big league. He should have been out of the game. So, in a retaliation, they take the ball and they say, hey, we're giving it to our rookie. He got his first ball.
3: Yeah.
4: Giannis so wasn't having a lot it. of games. Yeah, there's, there's – it was, a, it was a, a fracas, fracas, however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad nothing major happened. But it really seems like it was a miscommunication in terms Rick of understanding yeah. what was going on.
2: Rick Carlisle said after the game, like, I didn't know it was a record or whatever. Right. But then he did say a Bucks player elbowed, elbowed their his GM in the ribs, which is a little much. Sorry, it's a, How does that it's... work? You walk by, take this. <laughs> this You're is like, our uh, fault.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, that's it. 30
3: 30 used to be the game running. was the most important thing. Not right. anymore. We got seven
4: seconds, guys. More Quinn and Chris on the way.
3: Uh-huh.